See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Like, way cool, daddy-o. You're listening to... Slow robot, go, go! Oh, yeah, baby! Big show... Number 86. Can you feel it, Daddy? Yeah, groovy. Groovy, yeah, have cat. Yeah, groovy, bro. Yeah. Woo! God damn it, I hate beatniks. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Who are we? That incredible bongo intro was brought to you by Mao and his inability to play bongos. I'm Mao. This is Slow Robot A Go Go. You can find us on Stitchers, iTunes, SliceRadio.com, uh, BunchOfDorks.com, blah, 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 Turk. Google it up and Google it with the Google, and you'll find all of our wacky shenanigans. With me, as always, that, that Hepcat from that Parts Hep-Cat. Unknown. Yeah, lay down those beats, daddy <laughs> Right on. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. That's a wrong era. <laughs> yeah. Black power. <laughs> yeah, right. Dr. <laughs> Morbius from, like, Groovy. From no, groovy. again. Parts from un- Groovy Parts Unknown, man. Wrong era. I guess I'm not a beatnik, but uh, I aspire to be one one day. Yeah, no kidding. I, that's, I, have, I have no beatnik culture whatsoever. No, no, really. I got hit more hippie than beatnik, actually. <laughs> that's okay. We're neither. So, yes, as we stated earlier, kind of, this is Slow Robot A Go-Go, uh, show 86. We're the podcast that talks about lost, lost, forgotten, malnutrition, uh, maligned, emaciated, emaciated uh, uh, B movies, B through Z movies that no one remembers, except for. And if you do remember, good for you. Then you're one of our click. Then you're man. one of us, man. Yeah. Gabba gabba, hey. <laughs> You're one of us. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So, uh, do you have anything else you want to you want to pimp online before we get it? Pimp, baby. <laughs> you have any other things you want to pimp before we get into the whole thing? I'm gonna be pimping two dimension podcast, brother. The the comic book podcast with no no whatever. <laughs> yeah, like you know, the man isn't keeping them down. No, the man's not keeping down two dimension. We talk about whatever, man. Comics, movies, whatever us have cats decide we want to talk about. Lay it on us. Right on, right on, right on. <laughs> Keep on trucking. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm also, I also got this here blog called uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Destination Nightmare, where I do all sorts of th- groovy, cool, hep things yeah. like, uh, like comics and podcasts and movies and comics and podcasts and movies and. Ah, uh, yeah, I think you, we got it. Yeah. Okay, and that's Google enough of, it. That's enough of our shtick, and that's enough of us pretending that we know how to be beatniks or hippies or anything. Or beat hippies. Or beat hippies. Beat hippies. That's a good idea. No, that's not a good okay. idea. Okay. All right. So, what have you watched this week, Doctor Morbius? We'll what jump have right I watched into this it. week? All right. Let me tell you what I've watched this week. I watched <laughs> a movie. Yeah. It is a movie. Yeah. It's it's considered like it's a seventy minutes, seventy eight minutes. It's a Roger <laughs> Corman joint. <laughs> And it's <laughs> the Roger Corman joint, and it's called the Student Teachers. Yes, that's right. 
one of those classic early 70s, like, I don't know what the hell this movie is. Is it teenage exploitation? Is it social commentary? Is it a black exploitation? Is it a gangster movie? Oh, every every one of these genres is in, is embedded in this parody of sorts that I watched yeah. this week. And uh, I don't know. It's, it's it, Oh, there's also a clown rapist. Yeah, whatever you wow. want is in this movie, you know? So uh, like, yeah, like, early seventies. Like, like most Corman movies, you get a lot more than what you bargain for when you go in. You go, oh yeah, I didn't huh. bargain for all this. I didn't expect the Spanish Inquisition, but uh, nobody yeah. expects the Spanish That's Inquisition. That's right. But yeah, this is an okay movie, I guess, if you're in the mood. It's kind of early seventies. It's kind of like every Corman movie from that era. It tries to do too much, and it comes out sort of entertaining, but it delivers, you know the. The gotcha. the girls and some oh, comedy yeah. and not the it's a, it's a it's a not a bad way to the waste uh, seventy eight minutes or whatever. Right. So, also watched another well this was a Corman slash Filipino co production called Cover Girl Models. It's uh, from seventy seven. It's yeah. It's kind of like uh, Charlie's Angels meet like. Uh, it's, it's another one of these messes. It's got like these three models that go over. Like 007 and Charlie's Angels. It's a little bit of espionage, yeah. but they're kind of like goofy girls that go over to Asia, Hong Kong, and the Philippines as models and get involved in all sorts of like intrigue and this Hijinks. and that and the other thing and yeah. shenanigans or whatever. Yes. Again, 70 minutes, you know, good looking girls, a little bit of comedy, a little bit of action. That's yeah. all I asked Boy, for. Boy, once he found out how cheap it was to, uh, to film in the Philippines. It yeah. was on like Donkey Kong. Oh yeah, well yeah, well this was directed by a Filipino director called Sirio Santiago, who directed hundreds of movies. Well, Santiago is a famous Filipino name. Yeah, well yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is just the one of many, but this is actually a, a, a co-production. So it's got like, uh, it's got a lot of American actors. Nobody, yeah. nobody really that famous, but Corman stock players in it, and it's enjoyable fluff. You yeah, know, why not? So cool. Yeah, watch those two. That's it. Yep. All right. Well, what did I watch this week? I watched a really it's very interesting movie. Actually, it was good, but parts of it like hurt your head a little bit. It's called Apollo 18. Okay. And it's a very good sci-fi movie. Like it talks about them going to the moon. Like Apollo 17 was supposed to be the last uh, manned spaceship to the moon, and this movie contends that that wasn't the truth. And really that Apollo 18, 19, and 20 were sent to the moon as well. Or, or you know, 18 was sent to the moon it was. Um, as a follow-up. And then, and it was like, it's it's good, but it's a found footage movie in that they say, oh, this movie, you know, somebody uploaded these video, this like 65 hours of video about this trip to the moon and we've edited it down. So it's they do a lot of that jumpy, shaky cam, like Blair Witch Project. What is what is a found footage? Because I was talking with someone yesterday mm. from our uh, from our uh, factory of fun, and yeah. <laughs> uh, she was taking telling me about a movie she had called Found Footage, and I was thinking maybe it was like a Mondo movie or something, but not necessarily. No, right? found footage. It it's been around for a long time. It just it got very popular with that Blair Witch Project, and um and also like another one would be like um. What was that one? Oh, damn it. Cloverfield. Did you watch Cloverfield? You mean like a stuff that looks like shaky cam it's or whatever? It's shaky cam, but it's like, oh, look, I found this videotape. Wonder what's on oh, it. Oh, that's And then they're is. like, oh, oh you know, man. and then they, it, uh, the story unveils, and it's supposed to be like, I found somebody's amateur bullshit. 
And now it's really like intriguing, and I wonder what the end's gonna be. And it's always like whatever. Well, thanks for cluing me in there, Hep Cat. No problem. It was good. Um, I liked it a lot. It was scary because um, it was like a. It's about like, you know that the that the moon actually has inhabitants. Inhabitants. Yeah, that's like right. Inhabitants. Yeah, like aliens and yeah. um, moon men. Well, they're like moon rock spiders, and they were they were pretty creepy. Oh well, there's that Hercules and the Moon Men yeah. movie. <laughs> Who knew it was right? Yeah. All right. Hercules knew. And then I stampeded down my journey of the Van Damathon, inching ever closer to the end. What is that damn Van Damathon gonna ever ah, end? Yeah, I know. Well, I've hit a rough patch. We'll talk about that in the next section. All right. Uh, I watched Kung Fu Panda two, which was uh, he played he voiced. He was the voice actor for the Crocodile Master, and then I followed that up with his next one off of there called Assassination Games. Um, you know, Kung Fu Panda, I actually do like those animations. Um, the first one was good. It was funny. second one didn't really... It didn't detract or add. Like, it just was a story. It was good. Like, you're watching, you're like, okay, if you like Kung Fu Panda 1, you'll, you know, Kung Fu Panda 2 is fine. And then I watched... <clears throat> I got a double... Uh, a, a Blu-ray from Netflix where the, the first part was the Golden Ninja Invader and the second side or the second one was uh, Cyber Ninjas. Now, this, the, the, the Golden Ninja Invaders was a hot mess. And I'm really, this is one of those things where we're going to have to talk about this a little bit because it was one of those where it was just like a mush, it almost looked like it was made up of entirely of B-rolls from other movies. It wasn't, but that's how messy it was. Like, it was poorly edited. You never had any clue of who the hell was, like, the star or what you were supposed to care about. Like, it didn't, it it was just a big, sloppy mess. And I went on IMDb, and it was rated at a 7.9 out of 10, and I'm Damn, like... Damn, that's high. I'm like, what is this? Like, I've never seen is that before. shenanigans? I've never seen before where it was, it was... I mean, it, you know, I don't have to agree with everything all the time, but there is no way... That this thing, there is nobody in the world that would ever give this more than like a two or a three. Right. I watch these movies. I like these ninjas, and although I do, I like the, the chop suey stuff more from the seventies. This was like a mid to late eighties one where it was kind of they wanted to be that, but they weren't. Like, and it was ninjas, and it was in China, and it was there was a lot wrong with it. I'll just put it that way. But and I was like. What? Now, unless maybe the cast all went on there and just put tens or <laughs> yeah, something. Maybe. And then there was one guy who was like, this is the shit. And then they put zero so that, that they brought it down from the ten. You know, I don't know. Was it, was it, a, was it a, a so bad it's good kind of thing? No. No, no. See, it wasn't funny either. It was it was literally just like like crap, you know. Like, right. And, and you, you're like, well, okay. Um, have you ever seen that where you go on IMDb? Now, and I again, I'm not saying like, it's a different opinion than mine. I know that's fine. That that's, happens all the time in movies and music and stuff like that. But not categorically. Like, there's no way on Rotten Tomatoes something has 100% and it was, like, a, just a mess, you know? Like, yeah. Have that, has that ever happened where you, like, look something up and you're like, what the... Yeah, I've seen some movies where it was like, really, this only got, like, a 4.5. This is a way better movie. Or mm. I've seen the opposite where the movie gets, like, an 8 and I'm like, wow, this movie kind of, like, was boring. Why yeah. is this getting an 8? But... If it's only seven reviewers or eight reviewers review it, and that's what it was, there was like, eight. There yeah. was eight people doing it. Then it's it, gonna man. bump the score up. I guess that's probably what it was. That, our review, our reviews are way more <laughs> legitimate, accurate, and accurate, 
than IMDb. <laughs> so stick with us, people. Nice plug. Uh, yeah, I guess that's what it was. It was probably just dumb. And you know what? We mentioned IMDb and Netflix so much that they they need to give us a cut. You know what yeah, I'm saying? We're almost like promoting them. I wish they would give I us wish. a cut. Just a cut. Well, free movies maybe or something. Yeah. Or good reviews or I don't know, whatever. I don't know. We'll just remain indie. Indie is another word for poor. Indie is cool, yeah. It's hip, and it's cool, but that also means poor and sad. uh, And yes, that's us. Well, that that was pretty cool, Daddy. (laughs) Yeah, way cool. So that's all I watched this week. Um, When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit. Well, we have a this or that coming up, but there's also a deep philosophical thing we need to discuss. So we're going to go to a quick tra- uh, quick trailer. Oh, no, we're not doing no, trailers. We're, uh, we're going to do part three of our sex ed since I got no emails yes. for or against. Okay. Yeah, so you must like it out there. Yeah, well, you know, emails equals you like it. All right, so the first thing, as I talked about uh, the Jean-Claude Van Damme-a-thon, um, uh, no good thon is ever without shenanigans. So I need to talk about this. Of course, like I said, he was in Kung Fu Panda 2. And he was the Crocodile Master. And the Crocodile Master, uh, for those of you who who haven't listened before, I'm watching all of Jean-Claude Van Damme's movies in chronological order. um, And I'm also doing like a split count to see how many he has. Much less than you all think. Uh, He has 18 splits. Now, the Crocodile Master does a split. Now, that's animated. Does that count or doesn't it? Yes, yes. Think it counts? Yeah. Okay, I'll count it. It was just one of those things where you're like, oh, no. And you know what? Well, did you count that commercial you just did? He not well, that. I haven't, I haven't got to that yet. Like, I'm uh, going to watch that towards the end because that just came out. Because um, it's chronological order. One of the other things that's very disheartening, and this is... I didn't anticipate this. The stuff in the beginning of Jean-Claude Van Damme's uh, career was hard, to ha- hard as hell to find. You know, it was, it was just a cobbled mess. Some of it was from France. Some of it was from wherever, Belgium. And, okay, you get that. So then the middle chunk was just lots of action figure action movies that okay sometimes you couldn't find it but I could always get it somewhere or another. Well now at the end here I have about 6 or 7 left and the next two are impossible impossible to find and I'm like god damn it I went through this in the beginning and you expect that after after he hits success I'd be able to get everything but it's not the case now these next I have 8 more and it's going to be a scud it's going to be a freaking struggle to get these last three or four of these things and I'm like oh, it's, it really is frustrating because it's like I think I think you need to write to Van Damme on Facebook and say look nah, man I'm doing your I'm doing your I'm doing your Van Damme-a-thon I'm doing you like a, a great <laughs> service I'm doing you a solid bro you're doing you a solid brother uh, I don't a, know help, help a brother out you know because it's now it's just going to be like okay wherever trying to find it on the internet or you whatever you pay like 150 on eBay to get one no I won't be doing that alright okay so then the next, well, so that was uh, that was just something I'm getting into now, and it's like okay. Uh, and then the next thing I brought, I have on my list is now I've already started planning out my next thon. Excuse me. This is going to be something where I'm going to actually like always have a a thon a thon going. Like, as long as you don't wear a thon, I had it's so, okay. <laughs> God, God help us all. Uh, I now I loved the uh, I loved doing this Jean-Claude Van Damme-a-thon. He, I was a big fan. Obviously, it it was like, okay, this is awesome. And I had a lot of fun doing it. So the next one I have to do, I'm going to... Should I do Steven Seagal or should I do Arnold Schwarzenegger? Arnold, baby. Think it's Arnold? I mean, yeah, I'm going to have to do Steven Seagal at some point, even though some of his are so atrocious. Yeah. Um, this, the, this, the last what six I, or What seven about years. Chuck Norris? Oh, I don't know. 
I never was a big Norris fan. Yeah, I mean, but I, you got all sorts of bizarre, you got like some trashy movies. Yeah, in the Norris, true. In the Norris oeuvre or whatever yeah. that word is. <laughs> wow, dusting off the seven dollar words yeah, for that's slow robot. Frenchy seven dollar words. Yeah, wee wee ho ho. The oeuvre of oeuvre boule. Yeah, I sure. I, mean, I sure. I, I, I said that word wrong, but I try. That's <laughs> all that matters. You it's know, try, you got yeah. the gold star for trying. It's you know free. I mean? You know, we're indie. We're poor. We're broke. <laughs> It's free. Give me a break. Good you know, point. We're, we're, we're trying to like, you know, we, we want to be like that, that French man. Viva la Rezio. Viva la France. Viva la France or whatever. France. Tour de France. Uh, yep. French fries. Uh, no, no more. Jerry, Jerry Lewis. Okay, we're done here. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So I guess we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll figure, I'll pencil in Arnie for the next one. And then it'll be down to uh, Norris or Seagal for the third one. I think Norris is, is, is more worthy than Seagal. Yeah, you're right. But th- I think you could do both. I think you, I think you're man enough to do both. I think you could <laughs> kick some ass on both. Dude, that of would be them. four. That would be four. I, I think d- you get another black belt if you do all of those, I'll man. D- <laughs> you get a film black belt for <laughs> that doing would all be that. Awesome. If I let's create that and make it a thing, and <laughs> the then I'll get black belt. I'll, yeah. I'll get the first one for doing all these things. When, when you when you're done, we're gonna have a show, and we're gonna get and we're gonna videotape, and you're gonna get your. Filmathon Kung Fu Karate Black and Belt. And I'll like be holding like some the, some cheesy black yeah, belt yeah, like yeah. trophy. And I'll uh-huh. be like, It'll yeah. be on YouTube. And yeah. I want to thank John Claude Van Damme for making these Seagal movies. Seagal and Norris and Arnold. And it's on. It's, it's on. on. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. So that okay. And then my, my, the very last thing we have. I still have one more thing. Did you hear about the Star Trek D, uh, Blu-ray release? No, no. Clue me in. Well, you know the newest one came out that Into Darkness. Which that was the reboot, which I actually I really liked the first one, so I'm I mean I just I'm not gonna buy them. You There's, mean the new reboot? Yeah, the new okay. reboot. All right. They released this Into Darkness on um, Blu-ray, and it turns out that if if you're a completist, you would have to buy like four or five different versions. Like the one that Target sells has this. And the one that Netflix has has this, and the one that like Walmart has one that uh, only has this on it. So you can't see everything unless you go out and buy it. Like you mean, there's like interviews and yeah, the special features, the special uh, features. So and and there are people that are like that where they need everything. Well, like me with the five, six, seven, eight. I you know I have all this stuff, and if you're a completist, you would have to buy it like four or five times. That's bullshit, man. That is that is very um, underhanded. Well, as, as I was quoting yesterday to King Don, and it's from W line from W C Fields, W K R P in Cincinnati. Yeah, no, W C Fields. <laughs> there's a sucker born every minute. I guess, and that's probably what they're testing. They're testing to see. Don't do it, Trekkers. Yeah, don't, man. They will though. Download torrents. No. <laughs> if anyone will, Trekkers will. Yeah, yeah. Or Trekkies. Yeah. I don't know. I forgot. I get think it's Trekkers. Those are the, the ones. Fans of the fans of well, the no, franchise. No, those are both actually legitimate, legitimate but one okay. one is over the top and one isn't. I think Trekkers is not over the top. And Trekkies. Oh, okay. Those are the ones yeah. that dress up at conventions. And, yeah. Well, no, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean like no, they're no, like living fine. the life. They're like crazy. That, that's it. that's like a subculture, man. It's it's part of our yeah. national heritage. Yeah, it is, yeah you're right. <laughs> so he's no dead. no beef with them. Yeah, he's dead, Jim. All right. Yeah, so all right. okay, now yeah. this week we're going we're doing a very special this or that. So you, we are. Well, okay. <laughs> you, you you do your visit to that then. 
Oh, and you have a very special. Yes, this one, I man. do. This oh one, man, it's gonna have results, man. This mine, one. mine has a, is a mundane, uh, a room in the run of the <laughs> hill, a, a mis- misty Monday. Yeah, misty. Yeah. <laughs> Remember misty Monday? We gotta do one of her movies. I have all her movies. That Spider Babe. Or she something. was in that misty Monday. Misty Monday was. <laughs> she was part of the stable of that guy <laughs> who gave me all those DVDs, the Bite Me and the yeah, Spider yeah, yeah. Whore and all that stuff, like. <laughs> You know what's funny about those movies? I remember seeing them at the formerly great Best Buy. I, w- I would call it like mediocre buy yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, oh, what it, but, but they used to have those movies, and I would buy them because they were usually a remake of an older softcore movie. And I was buying them for the older movie with the actresses that I oh, liked better. Oh, cool, cool. But then I would never watch the Misty Monday version. I said, why am I going to watch her when I really enjoy that yeah. performance? and that? I think she really fell off from what I understand. Like, Yeah, she, I think she's in, she was involved in music too, so good luck to... I think she, I think I think she fell off in the way like uh, drugs, <laughs> like how drugs fall off. Yeah, and, uh, but, but I get well, what happened. Body parts fall off. I got I got all of the ones all the ones that he gave me all those movies were ones that got returned or they Is got it called they got like retro seduction because they got or swirls on them. You know, like if if it came off and then okay. like swirled and when it got shipped. Uh, so I got the seconds, but they don't, it, that stuff all plays. That doesn't matter, you know. Sloppy seconds. Yep, I got yes. Yeesh. I don't want to even talk. <laughs> anyway, <about that. laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, all right. Anyway, back to our list. <laughs> yeah, that. Yes. Important stuff. <laughs> okay. This week, this or that. One important this or that, and one mundane, misty mundane, <laughs> run of the mill this or that. <laughs> run of the mill. All right. Here we go. Here we go with my list. Uh, all right. Get ready. Thank you. <laughs> okay. GameStop or Movie Stop? Ooh. Movie Stop. Good, good. That, I agree wholeheartedly <laughs> with that. Uh, computer TV. TV. Good. good. <laughs> I, I passed I should, so far. I should, why, why, yeah, you passed so far. I don't know why I'm doing that, but anyway. Comedy drama. Oh, comedy. Right. I, I actually don't like dramas at all. Yeah, I was gonna say action, but I knew there was you yeah. go action, so I was just. Uh, I, and I don't know why, because there is. Uh, sorry, I'm talking while I'm putting down my bongos. There is some really good dramas out there, but I just I rarely even look in that category. Like yeah. when I'm getting stuff for Netflix or whatever, just I don't know. Okay. I have enough. To save the drama for your mama, as they say, <laughs> back in the '90s. Uh, noise or silence? Silence. Whoa. Okay. Uh. Mexican food or Italian food? Ooh. Mexican. Mm. That doesn't include pizza, right? Yeah, pizza would be Italian food. I think pizza is not Italian food. Oh, it's an offshoot. It's, yeah, exactly. It's a, sub, it's a subcategory. I think of Mexican's Italian better, food. but I sure eat a hell of a lot more yeah, pizza. Well, yeah. I'm going to go with Mexican. Like, cause Just you know what the funny, first, you know what the funny thing is about Mexican food? It's the same four ingredients. It's just like yeah, it's cheese, just, rice, beans, and meat. meat. And, and then they just make it like 20 different ways. And and some, some breading kind of thing. Yeah. Either, either crusty or soft. <laughs> would you like it soft and unleavened, or would you like it deep fried? And I'd be like, well, deep fried, I guess. Yeah, there you go. Have you seen my arteries? Deep fried, of course. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, okay, here you go. Um, Roger Daltrey of The Who or Robert Plant of Led Zeppelin? Can I have to go with Zeppelin there? Okay. Uh, you know, I'll I'll lose some face, some street cred on that one, but mm. I don't know. I, I like, gotta, I like I, Zeppelin. There's, there's not a wrong answer there, I don't think. I think no. either one of them is pretty damn good, but... Uh, yeah, you're right. Call or text? Text. 
teacher or student? Oh, hmm. That could be interpreted in many ways. <laughs> Let's keep it the PG or G version. No, I'm just saying uh, hey, you would I rather be teacher, a teacher yeah, or a teacher. student. Teacher. Would you rather be learn or teach? You rather be a teacher. Yeah, okay. Yeah, All right. So. Uh, sun or moon? Moon. Pen or pencil? Pen. Jagger Richard. Ooh, Richards. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I even have his that that skull ring. I have is his. <laughs> is it a, that, is it a, a recreation a, of his? It's a silver. It's oh. a pure silver version of the skull ring he had. So I that's what I wear on weekends and stuff. I can't wear it at work because it's a big giant skull. But it's uh. a. It's, it's actually it's a it's a Keith Richards like remake. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, let, let's see. One last one. Last last one. Let me find one on here. Uh, okay, we'll just go veggie or fruit. Uh, veggie. All right. All right. Now, let me get my highlighter because this is important. And my clipboard. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm getting... Te- is, is the, why, is teacher, that one, why is that one spotlight <laughs> shining over me and the room's getting dark? Pay no attention to those people behind that mirror. Okay. Okay. This is a very special all-action version oh, all right, to celebrate yeah. our upcoming action movie that we're doing this week. So We're making an action movie? Sounds good. Yeah. All right. Dwayne The Rock Johnson or Stone Cold Steve Austin? Oh, that's tough, man. Oh, I can't use this. All right. I guess I got to go, because I know more about him. I got to go with The Rock, but okay. that's a tough one. Yeah, all right. There you go, The Rock. See, this. there's an ulterior motive to this. Okay, Angelina Jolie or Linda Hamilton? Jolie. Jolie, all right. Don't like the Terminator chick, huh? She got really creepy looking. Yeah. I didn't uh, like Beauty and the Beast either. Uh, Cynthia Rong, Cynthia Rothrock Rock. or Maggie Chung? Maggie Chung. Nice. Good call. John Wayne or Steve McQueen? McQueen. McQueen? All right. Okay. Clint Eastwood or Charles Bronson? Eastwood. Yeah, there we go. I Although, love Bronson. I was going to say, I love Bronson too, man. He was a hard bastard. All right. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone? Arnold. Arnold. Okay. You can hear me feverishly writing. Jackie Chan or Bruce Lee? Bruce. Really? All right. Yeah. Yeah, I love, guess he was he was more serious. I like Jackie Chan a lot, though. Oh, there's no yeah. wrong answer. Yeah, there either. isn't. You're right. Harrison Ford or Bruce Willis? Uh, Harrison Ford. Nice. I should have said anyone or Bruce Willis after last night's movie. <laughs> okay, uh, Jason State, Jason Statham or Vin Diesel? Who's Jason Statham? <laughs> I don't know who he is. The transporter. Uh, Bald guy, crank. You know what? I don't like Vin Diesel, so yeah, transporter. All right, transporter. All right. Bolo. Diesel, I'm sure, is a fine man. But. This one is left or right field. Bolo Jung or Mel Gibson? Bolo, baby. I kind of stacked the cards on that one. All right. Oh. Now on to the lightning round. Oh, okay. Whoa. Dwayne The Rock Johnson or Angelina Jolie? Angelina Jolie. Oh, bye-bye, Rock. <laughs> so we got Angelina. Maggie Chung or Steve McQueen? Maggie. I love the ladies, man. I think we all see where this is going. All right. Uh, Clint Eastwood or Arnold Schwarzenegger? Clint. Oh, Arnold loses early. Clint Eastwood. Bruce Lee or Harrison Ford? Bruce. Oh, all right. Bruce Lee. Jason Statham or Bolo Jung? Bolo. All right. Now, Angelina Jolie or Maggie Chung? Uh, <laughs> We're going down to one. Uh, this is going to be the deciding greatest action person of all time. 
Oh, oh, oh okay. As far, <laughs> as far as like, well, whatever. Let's not get. No, nope. let's not go there. Maggie Chung. Maggie Chung. All Maggie right. Bye, bye, Angelina. Clint Eastwood or Bruce Lee? Oh, <laughs> that one hurt. Oh. <laughs> By like the thinnest, just because of personal preference, because I love Bruce Lee, but I gotta go Clint. Nice, I agree. All I right, love, I love Bruce Lee. Okay. In a manly way. Bolo Young or Clint Eastwood? Oh, Clint. Okay. Clint Eastwood or Maggie Chung? Oh, Clint's gonna win it. All right, and the winner and new heavyweight champion action, of all yeah. action movies, yeah, yeah, yeah. Clint. Eastwood. Yeah, he's my favorite, just because uh, you know, old time sake or whatever. He kind, he's kind of one of those guys that transcends. I thought like, McQueen, history. I, I thought McQueen I mean? might have a shot. To be honest with you, he's very cool, but he died. He died so long. Yeah, ago. He, it was. He That's has a part small of it. Body of work. He does. Clint continued being a badass for many, so many. He's 110 years. and he's still a badass. It's like wow. I think I think McQueen died in 80 or 81. It was a long time ago. That's like you know? 35 years ago almost. Yeah. You know, yeah. No, Clint is a is a monster. Yeah, he is. All right. Well, very good. That was see, that was like That's the a good that was one. the bracket like version that. of this or I that like cuz I thought it was very important. This this week we're doing a, a not so good action movie. Well, the, we're doing an action movie this week, so I thought of that. I thought that'd be cool. All right. But enough first, of this. Enough of this chit-chat. It's time for Sex Ed PSA number 3. You got to learn about <laughs> I don't know what you're learning with these records. There's only two more. This is three of four. This, this is this is our public service, court uh, court appointed. Yeah, well, this yeah. is this is to fulfill an obligation, so we have to do this. Yes. So not not you know that <laughs> you know on with the show. Sit back and take it. <laughs> This scene deals with the subject many fathers find so difficult, wet dreams and the explanation of physical intercourse in the marriage union. The boy might be as young as nine or as old as 14, and his age should govern the amount of detail given. As in the previous record, the comradeship between father and son is obvious. They share little man-to-man confidences, and the years have seen many small talks between them. Notice particularly three points in this recording. First, the unabashed normal use of such technical terms as penis and sperm. These flatter a boy's sense of responsibility. Next, the coupling of sex information with instruction on purity. Virtue is described not as something for sissies, but as a protecting armor the strong man throws around the God-given creative power in his body. Finally, the groping of the father for the right words the lack of glibness, the occasional touches of humor, all indicate a natural approach that is true to life. All right. Uh, watch it. Uh, no, no. Uh, a good boxer never leads with his right. Here, let's try it again. Uh, don't leave yourself open, though. Okay, Dad. Uh, how's that? Oh, golly, time up. Golly, Dad, did I hurt you? Uh, no, no, but I don't like... I like that left hook of yours poking me where my waistline used to be. <laughs> Yeah, I guess you're getting too fast for your old man to spar with anymore. Oh, sissy, come on, Dad. Let's grab a Coke out of the icebox. That's a good idea. Uh, let's take me to your room, what you say, huh? Oh, sure, why not? You know, your your mother would give me the devil if she were home and saw me horsing around with you this yeah. way. Yeah, she says you're getting too old for sparring. Too old? At my age? 
Can you imagine? <laughs> Come on in, Dad. Have a chair. Yeah, thanks. No, take the easy chair, Dad. Now, listen, young fellow, I'm not that old. <laughs> I think I will just the same. Here you are, Dad. This will make you feel better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. You know, Bob, you're getting to be a pretty big fella. Yes, sir, maybe this is a good idea, a chance for us to have a little talk. Why, sure, Dad. What's cooking? Yeah, uh, you mind if I smoke in your room? Oh, I know, Dad. Go ahead. Oh, thanks. Your mother would probably have a fit. She just had the curtains washed. Uh, remember the last time we talked about this old body of ours, Bob? Yeah. Yeah, I remember, Dad. No. Remember I told you that when two people get married, they become like one person. Spiritually, mentally, and physically. Yeah, I remember you saying that, Dad. Well, I guess that didn't make too much sense then. Well, I, I have sort of wondered about it a couple times since. Sure you have. And don't let that worry you. You didn't learn algebra in fourth grade grammar school, did you? Mm. Well, now that you've started experimenting with my electric razor... <laughs> well, maybe you're ready for the next grade. Well, shoot, Dad, I'm all ears. Oh, here's a match. Your pipe's gone out mm. again. Well, thanks. Well, to begin with, you ought to know the medical terms for certain parts of the body. You know, every family has its own set of names, and... You youngsters had the most original ones I ever heard. But when a doctor speaks of the male organ, he... Well, he calls it a penis. Yeah, I know that already, Dad. Now, this organ is one of the most wonderful examples we have of how carefully God planned everything for a particular purpose. Oh, I, I don't get you. Well, when a man and a woman are married, Bob, they love each other very much. And in, in showing their love, their instinct is to embrace each other as if, well, as if to try to become the one person God intended them to be. Well, son, so closely has God connected our emotions with our bodies that this embrace by the husband and wife arouses in each a great desire for physical oneness. And that's exactly the way God planned it. For well, the penis of the husband actually passes within his wife's body. Now, that's that's what we mean by being one, physically. Gee, is that what happens when people get married? That's right. Now, when the penis has entered, it, it ejects a fluid which contains the seed, or the, the sperm, as the doctors call it. Well, is that the seed that helps make a new baby? You bet. But here's the important thing to understand now. All those changes in our bodies which make a boy into a man, well, they don't happen overnight. Some of them are going on inside you right this minute. Well, golly, Dad, what changes? Oh, uh, you mean the electric razor. No, no, you rascal. And don't let me catch you monkeying with mine for another couple of years yet. No, no, Bob. Well, what I'm talking about now is the fluid that contains the sperm or the seed. It's, uh formed in two little sacs beneath the penis, which we call the, the testicles. Now, one of these nights, before very long, you may find that some of it passes off in your sleep. Oh, but, Dad, that's wrong, isn't it? I mean... Oh, no, son. It's not at all wrong. Now, it's true that to waste the seat deliberately, to do anything knowingly to make it come, is a very grave sin. 
because God designed that secretion in a man for, for one purpose, to be, well, like one of his raw materials in the creation of a new life. But wet dreams, as we call them, are very different. You see, the body manufactures that fluid all the time. And when the supply becomes too great, as it does sometimes before men are married, nature opens a sort of a, a safety valve in your sleep and passes off. Gee, our bodies are complicated, aren't they, Dad? <laughs> well, you bet. More complicated than the biggest dynamo ever built. Only God could make our bodies. Oh, but, Dad, why do fellows get these... Uh these feelings before they get married? Now, that's a good question, Bob. To begin with, this, this business of propagating the human race is quite a job. In spite of modern medicine, childbirth still means a certain amount of pain for the mother. As for the father, well, you'll find out what it's like to buy groceries for a cried like this soon enough. Well, you mean that maybe some people might not want to have children otherwise? Something like that. So, in order to make sure this old world would be populated, God made the desire of man for woman one of the strongest of all human instincts. Something like the way he made food taste good so that we'd be sure to get our vitamins each day. Golly, the way he figured everything out. Yeah, he sure did. But now here's the important thing. This feeling of desire, like our appetite for food, Bob, was instituted for its own special purpose in God's scheme of things. You know what happens when you stuff yourself with cake and cokes until you're ready to pop. Sure, I get a stomachache. You bet. Well, it's the same way with desire. Men begin to feel it occasionally, well, as soon as they start to grow up. I did when I was a boy. You will, too. But always remember this, son. Whenever you feel the stirrings of desire within you, now just remember that God is getting your body ready for the great calling of fatherhood. To be his partner in, in creation. So, guard that desire, something holy. Don't waste it. Keep it unspoiled for the girl who someday will be your wife. Get it? I got it, Dad. Fine. Now, if you have any questions, come and tell me about it. You know, uh, about any of those thoughts you were talking about, don't let them worry you. When they come, and they will every so often, remember that you can always knock them kicking with a simple one-two punch, quick little prayer, and then some work. Any work or sport, as long as it's hard. Hey, which reminds me, how about coming out in the back and seeing if you can sneak that new curve past me the way you did last Saturday, huh? Oh, go on, that's easy. You couldn't hit that curve, it was a basketball. Wait, you fresh young Turk, I'll show you why I, how I hit 360 with a Bearcats. Eh, yeah, trouble with you kids. You think anyone over 21 has to travel in a wheelchair. Ouch. Ouch. With a confounded back of mine. <laughs> Come on, Dad, All right. And that was the problem with growing boys. Uh, well, if last week we had menstruation, you knew it was coming, uh, right? Yeah. Uh, let's just say that there's a fast-forward button if you so desire people out there. And <laughs> He said after it. Yeah, yeah. No, don't worry. All right. So everyone's already scrubbed through it and been like... Yeah, everybody, and then, everybody's already, like, you know... Tuned um, us out. Yeah. Even though they, they're just kind of like... 
They're like, Ooh. Oh, they're like, oh, they're too indie for me. Yeah, yes. they're too indie. Yeah, we are too indie. <laughs> indie, throw me the idol. All right. Yeah, so right. We got <laughs> oh boy. As you see, there's nothing I can. You can. I, I don't remember the line. Anyway, I don't on care. With the show, as on with say. the show is right. Now, what movie did we do this week? Uh, we did a movie, and yes. it is a movie, and it's Ooh. got two names in the title. And one of them is called Hudson, and the other one is Hawk. Yes, we did. Bruce Willis, another one of our action heroes. Did you use him? In, you did use him in the... Uh, yeah, he, he got, was gone quick, He got knocked he? out first round yeah, like yeah. nothing. Yeah. Ah, uh, boy. Mr. Uh, Smarmy himself. This Hudson Hawk um, was a complete failure on every level. Um, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, like, monetarily, like... Yeah, th- it did th- do good money. Oh, right? yeah, this, like... Bomb. This was a bomb. This was like one of those that like people talk about forever about. Oh, this is like bankrupting people and stuff like that. You know, did, it, did small countries kind of get bankrupted <laughs> yes. by this movie and yes. financing and all yes. that? Yes, uh, it all was. Right. This was very 80s. And although it came was out, this not, movie in it was 91 when it came out. Okay, all right. but it was probably you could tell 80s. this was solid 80s. You know, yeah. Um, with the had he had done Die Hard before this. Ooh, I don't know. He might have done Die Hard, you know, and this might have been like his vanity project or something yeah. like that. Because I think this is like way, out, like a few years after, uh, what was that show with Sybil Shane? Night, night, whatever they did. <laughs> I forgot the name. Oh, oh show. Moonlighting. Moon, moonlighting. Moon, yeah, Moonlighting yeah. or, or, or Mooning or whatever the hell it was called. Yeah, yeah. So this was, I think, a few years, but I, I got a feeling that... Because um, this had so many people in it. Yeah, this has like Andy McDowell, who's very pretty, and Danny Aiello. She is. And she, she is pretty. Yeah. She still looks good today. Danny Andy Aiello, McDowell. yeah. James Coburn. And the awesomely beautiful Sandra Bernhardt, of course. Oh, God. Who's kind of funny, actually, you know, in a, in a nasty way. She's she's Whoa. a good, like, you know, bitchy <laughs> lady or whatever. So uh, I can't, I'm not, I got to give her props for that, for her shtick or whatever. Holy There's Die Hard, right? Uh, Die, Die Hard was out first. Yeah, I thought so. Die Hard 2 was out first. Look who's talking. Wow. Yeah, wow is right. Well, yeah, he had already established himself as a star, so this was like his uh, vanity project that he oh wrote and he produced. And I feel so old now. I just scrolled up like two more years. Pulp Fiction, 1994. Yeah, I saw it in the theater, man. Did you? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it in the theater, yeah. <sighs> you feeling old yet? <laughs> Daddy-o, Hepcat? Wow. Anyway, yeah. So he had two diehards under his belt. This <laughs> this movie was like, it didn't infuriate me, but it was, I really viewed it as just horrible. Like, and it suffers from... Uh, there's a movie that I actually kind of like which got destroyed. Um, a recent movie called Lockout. No. Lockout is this... Uh, Pierce Brosnan in space... Pierce... Not Pierce Brosnan. I don't know. Yeah, it must be... Yeah. Some action star, like a Pierce younger... Pierce Morgan from CNN. No, no, no. no Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> no. And it's... um And he... it's It's hated because... He comes across as so smarmy and snarky and like he's just a big d bag yeah, and yeah, and yeah. and everything he says is some little piffy one liner that's just he's a jerk, yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's what Hudson Hawk is. He's just a pithy little like everything he says is so like so cool and such he's just a big jerk in it, you know, <laughs> and that's that's the what the that's the same thing, like that's why everyone hated Hudson Hawk, that's why everyone hated Lockout because it was just. Now, wasn't he wasn't he kind of a similar smarmy character? Guy in the Die Pierce. Hard movie? Guy Pierce. Yeah, Guy Pierce. I was gonna say Pierce Brosnan was 
that's not who it was. Yeah, Guy Pierce. Yeah, and okay. that that movie was hated as well because Pierce it was Brosnan's just like... Pierce Brosnan's still all right. He was James Bond. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Remington Steele. He's that's okay. why, I'm sorry about that. I knew it was wrong. I'm like, sorry, I gotta go. To, I gotta go to IMDb and. We still yeah. dig you, man. Yeah. And that's the way Hudson Hawk came across. Now you saw it quite differently. I saw it as a cartoon, like a big film cartoon, a smarmy cartoon. What yeah. was that one, Cactus Jack? <laughs> it reminded me a little bit of, ca- of the villain. But Cactus those were Jack. funny, though. That was that was funny, yeah, but it reminded me a little bit of it. A little yeah. bit. But Kirk Douglas is way cooler than uh, <laughs> Bruce Willis. Yeah, he is. I like Bruce Willis. He's okay. He was great in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And he was great in a couple of other movies, too. I mean, as soon as he tones down yeah. the smarmy act or yeah, whatever. And that's what it was. I which was the moonlighting act that he had going on there. That's what made him famous with... Uh, Maybe that's what it was. Yeah, he was doing I, the moonlighting thing. I don't know. I haven't heard any stories about him one way or the other, if he was a real jerk or if uh, he's really he's full. Probably not. He doesn't seem like he'd be full of himself. He seems kind of... Down to earth guy. Seems it. Seems you know, it. it. Either he has really good PR or that's the way he is. You know, yeah. usually. But maybe there was like a period in time when he was like just like that. Like he he did believe he was like that star and. Well, that was know. his. You know, it's like everybody's got like a lot of the action guys or the stars have their image or their style. That was his yeah. style. You know, like mugging, like like moonlighting was. They always talked to the camera. They always made cracks. You know, they always were like yeah. flip one liners. Well, I think he just took that character and just kind of you know take them to the movies fi- figuring that hey if they liked it on tv they'll like love it even it more the with their yeah. dollars yeah. as a movie yeah, I guess yeah plus right. we don't have to put several shepherd in it because i think they don't think they got along too well <laughs> yeah show. i don't i haven't heard much about her no no the and well and i think one of the things that was right off the bat we're in medieval times and it's being told as a narrative and they're talking about da vinci and that's this is another, like the, the early, the first Da Vinci Code or something. And that's really. another thing where any movie <laughs> that starts out talking about Da Vinci, I automatically just go, "I'm done. I, I'm done." It, the Ren Fair and the and that crap. <laughs> and I'm Ren just Fair. like, I'm done. I'm. I don't want even want to be any more of this. I want to just turn it off and throw it in the garbage. Uh, but I couldn't because I'm doing it for the show. And and you stick with it. But I don't know what it is with me. I'm. I'm I'm sure that this guy was very important and very smart. Oh, I mean, I know he was very important, but I mean, I'm sure he was very smart. But every recreation of him is just intolerable. I I just watched. I'm like, okay, this guy didn't have big machines that like made gold he out drew of lead. Him, you know, he drew them. Yeah. He, he had, well, he had Stanley like yeah. employed people that drew Spider-Man well, and all no, those Jack, things. Jack Kirby. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he yeah. was like the he was like the first Jack Kirby. Okay, so like like in a hundred years, people are gonna be like, and Jack Kirby invented these he monsters, created the cosmic you know? cube, yeah, and, like, and the negative zone, and all that. Which right, he did. Sure. Why which not? Which he did. It could happen. You Actually, know. when I was a kid, I, I kind of got laughed at at school one of the many times because uh, they were talking about... <laughs> they were si- laughing with you, not yeah, at you. they were laughing with me. <laughs> kind of like everywhere else I go. They're laughing with me, not at me. That's what I tell myself, to keep the voices from screaming. Yeah, you know? the voices in my head from like screaming at me, so I go insane. They're laughing with you. Just take it as a compliment. Yeah, that's right. I made a crack about... Well, not a crack. We were talking about science, and I said, well... You know, I read in the comic book, uh, Fantastic Four, this character got cloned or whatever, and the teacher went, oh, please don't mention comic books in this class or something along the way. Right. Well, hey, teach, there's cloning now, so yeah. I was right, you were wrong. Well, look who's Jack Kirby now. was right, baby. That's all I got to say, there Jack Kirby. Go. Yes. Da Vinci of the modern age. 
Hashtag Jack Kirby was right. Yes. Hashtag Jack Kirby was right. I don't right. even know what that means. I just see it all the time. I but, should but probably... Go out and look for it online. I should probably look that up. Yeah. What does that mean? I don't should, know. Anyway, every, I want the show. We should have a hashtag every show. That, that uh, or would, hash browns. Hash browns would be good, too. Yeah, I ate some yesterday. They were good. Nice. Yeah. I had hash browns and ham croquettes. An interesting combination. That is an interesting combination. Not bad. Not bad. Not watching your carbs then, I don't think, huh? Uh, no. My carburetor <laughs> on the car, I'm watching it a little <laughs> like bit. Watching that it's the kind of backfiring a little yeah, bit. Okay. Yeah, but not, not the other carbs. <laughs> right. No. Good. Good for you. No, I got massive abs, baby. Stick it to the man. Stick, Stick it to, to the, the carb, the, the, the Atkins. Take that Atkins. Atkins. Yeah, right. Atkins. Yeah, just... Don't eat bread, don't eat sugar, just eat meat and like die in a couple of years. And at this point people are like, is this, what is this show? Who, who are it's these slow people? slow die to go-go. <laughs> slow, take that Atkins at hashtag dot, I hate you. Yeah. I don't care. All right. So basically, what, it, like, so this is, this is for all intents and purposes, a Bruce Willis live action cartoon It's a Bruce movie. Willis joint. Yes. His sure. only joint. And he's most of smoked a few uh, when he was writing this. I, I'm fairly sure. This movie breaks into song at sometimes. Well, he at did that. Point. He, he was doing the moonlighting thing. Because the moonlighting is the same thing. See, I guess maybe that is what's hurting he was me. Stuck is in I, that I never saw moonlighting. I, never I saw it like about four or five times, uh-huh. and I got sick of it after that because it became like it was a big hit show. And back then, I actually liked watching TV. Now I can't stand TV shows, but yeah, I, TV's back then I would now. watch them. And I was like, okay, this is different. And then after a while, I was like, I don't like these people. Right. And of course, Bruce Bruce Willis took it on, and became Hudson Hawk or whatever. And Hudson Hawk is an extension of that character. Yeah. Except right. more of a superhero. And and I like and, how they fall off buildings and nothing ever happens. So kind of like a cartoon, which is what I took it as. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, maybe I just didn't realize that or no, something. No, I'm else. not right. That's just my opinion. You mm. could be right too. That it's horrible. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, it's up to the viewer to decide. <laughs> yeah. It, it got an ex- it got a solid five on IMDb, which means half the world thinks the way you do, and half the world thinks the way I do, and you know that's the way it is. But um, and we don't want to rip Bruce Willis too too much because we might have him as a guest on the show one day. <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah, that's uh, gonna happen. Sure. And so basically, um, let's go through this plot line a little bit. So we we start do with it, man. we start out with Da Vinci. He was trying to make some crap bronze for a giant statue and it turns out his machina magnifica actually makes uh gold instead of alchemy alchemy yes and and he has this a rubik's cube a rubik's cube that looks like a big silvery gemish like star yeah. And and then the light shines through and like the big they all you know cuz they every time they show his drawings it's this big elaborate weird thing Oh and first of course they shoot some guy off who's flying you know cuz he's flying first you know, he it was, was like a, the first glider. First, yeah, the first guy in flight. Sure, why not? Whatever. Just and then uh, and and then after that guy flies off, then he's like, "Yay! Now I'm gonna go make gold." And then so he makes a bar of gold, and he knows the power, how bad it would be. So he like broke the 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 star up into three pieces. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to modern times, a very smarmy Bruce Willis is coming out of prison, and the guard's like, well, you're going to do this job for us, or we're going to put you back in prison. He's like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. And he locks the guard and throws the guard's keys in the mop water. And, and then he's picked up by Danny Aiello in a very red, gigantic uh, Cadillac, convertible yes. Cadillac, and they're going back to their <clears throat> they're going back to their, uh, their bar Good. that they own, yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, all I really want was... Is it just that delicious cappuccino? And so he's like, "Oh, here, he brought it to you." And he slams on his brakes and he spills it. 
That's the first of about 10 million cappuccino jokes. Yeah, right. Because he's, he's not going to be able to drink a cappuccino no matter what. So every time he gets one, something happens Yeah, to that's it. right, yeah. Uh, it's very, uh, there was a show called Emergency 51, and their long-running gag in that uh, that show was that they'd sit down to eat, and as soon as they sat down to eat, it would go, like that means they had to, Drop everything and go, get into the ambulance. Oh yeah, yeah. You mean emergency? Yeah, yeah. That emergency. Okay, 70s, yeah. yeah. And uh, and and so that was their running joke. So they must have liked that so much that they put it into Hudson Hawk. Wow, I didn't catch that. Good catch. Thanks. There, yes. Sir. Deep knowledge of obscure no- yeah, movies yeah, and TV I shows. Yeah, you for that. So okay, now they're back at their hideout. And he's like, "What happened?" And oh, this used to be such a cool place. And where are the regulars? And they're like, "Oh, well, now it's a yuppie bar, and it's the total '80s like." Wow. Yeah. You you flashed yeah, back to that yeah, point yeah, in time. Yeah. If you're young, it's actually early '90s, but it looks like it's yeah, the 80s. it's solid '80s. It's solid yuppie There's culture and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah. that's. I really have mixed feelings about the '80s, to be honest with you. That was when I was a teenager. Yeah. Um. That's when all the shenanigans happened. Yeah. So I I don't loathe the '80s, but I can see where most people would. Yeah. It, like the the funny things about when you encapsulate like time periods, they just keep over time like they just keep getting homogenized, homogenized, homogenized until they're just represented by like almost like ten images. Like the sixties to me is like Woodstock and and then Nixon the Beaver, and then Nixon. yeah like it's literally like at this point it's like ten images yeah, and they yeah, and they yeah. just and then they just play some kind of weird stupid hippie music going wow 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 in the background and that's the Woodstock, 60s yeah. and in the 70s there is something else and now the 80s are slowly just becoming yuppies the big brick phone yeah and the and mullets mtv yeah and mtv and, that, and yeah. like so it's sad in a way that it's you lose a lot of what they really were or a lot of like the spirit of it you know uh, well, but, yeah, I mean, everybody has their own 80s experience if you're, yeah. like, over 30 or whatever. So every, it's everything to everybody. It looks like every other generation, right, you know? Right, of course. But, but younger people don't have any concept other than that's no. what they think the 80s was. Oh, you know, cocaine and, and feathery hair and... Scarface. Scar- yeah, just it's insanity. So I, I when I, when I saw that, I kind of went, oh, I remember the 80s. That was fun. And then you're like, oh, but Bruce Willis is still here. So yuck. Yeah. So that's when the mob comes in. We meet Frank Stallone, who's Sylvester Stallone's brother, and they like, you're gonna steal this, this priceless horse statue for us. And then him and Danny Aiello break into this highly high vault thing, and yeah. that shenanigans ensues. But they yeah, get Hudson the horse. Hawk is a cat burglar. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fan. sorry. Yes, that's why. He, that's why he was in jail. But he was he was set up because he would no, no one would ever catch him. Yeah, he's the greatest cat burglar in the history of ever. Yeah. So um, that doesn't mean he steals cats, but he could steal cats. He could probably steal cats pretty easily. Like my yeah. my cat's lazy; he just oh, lays around. Second, yeah. And if he wants to steal the dead one, well, that's just sticking it up. Oh you know? my! So sad. My I recently had a death in my uh, family. My poor, cat yeah. Oliver, or Panda as he was known, passed uh, away. Tough times, man. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's sad. What a bring down in the middle of a show. I'm leaving right I'm now. I'm such a jerk. Pause. <laughs> okay, wiping a tear away and action. Yeah, yeah. So basically, he gets this horse. Long story short, um, we get we get introduced to this first villain. The the villains in here are of of epic proportions. Like they are so over the top. Like Austin Powers oh, aspires yeah, to yeah, be as yeah. over the top as these villains. And Austin Powers only be a few years after this. Yeah. Just so like he. Two or three. So this villain smashes the the horse over this 
very crude guy's head, and out comes the first right. piece, which we all knew where it was going. But whatever. This was a this was a thing commissioned by Da Vinci, and this is the first of where he hid the first of his three pieces of his star. The alchemy. The right. alchemy. So now you get it. The evil shenanigans is the evil overlord who is a billionaire and a very odd guy married to a very ugly woman. Sandra Bernhardt, and they're the <laughs> head of this evil organization in in Italy. Yeah, and James um, Coburn is involved. James in Coburn is like the the head uh, of the CIA. Yeah, something. And all their guys are nicknamed after candy bars. Like there's, oh, there's that's like right, Snickers and Snickers and Butterfingers. Yeah, which that yeah. the guy who played Butterfingers was a freaking giant. I thought he was the Boz, man. I thought he was. Like, he, I thought he was Boz. The was. haircut was the Boz, but that guy was yeah. freaking huge. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, and oh, did you notice that that one of them was David Caruso? Yeah, yeah. And later on, he dyed his hair black, brown or whatever. It was David Caruso? He didn't talk. <laughs> no, he didn't talk movie. at all. He had those little. Uh, the the little sayings on paper or whatever those notes. Kit Kat. He was Kit Kat. That's right. That's what. <laughs> oh God. You remember this movie better than I do. I watched it. I mean, I, I did too. But I, I fell asleep a couple times. <laughs> I can see why. But it was last night though. It was late. So, you know. No, keep it going, man. All right. So they got basically. Long story short, is they keep making Hudson Hawk go to like. They had he had to steal a book out of the Vatican, which he does, and that's and all. And then we meet Andy McDowell. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know she's a nun at first, though. But. Yeah, and th- there's no uh, nudity, there's no sex in this, there's no anything. No. Um, so don't. There's bad words though. Don't bother tuning in for that. And you know, like uh, vulgarities, there's a few MFs and. Yeah, a little like bit here and there. And then the last one, where, where, what do they have to do for the last one? Steal. The last one was that little gl- that little glider that. Oh, he did. because he didn't even steal it. He no. was knocked out. Yeah, yeah. The, and the, the, the CIA guy, guy yeah, stole yeah. it. So now they have this big machine, and they need Andy McDowell to turn it on. Well, um, they, well, they need, yeah, they need, they need him for whatever reason. He, they, they give him the three pieces, and he's got to oh, build the Rubik's they cube. They can't, they can't put it together correctly. And I'm like, okay, stupid. whatever. And they turn the machine on. He kept one of the pieces out. It exploded. It kills the ugly woman and. Um, it was the alchemy. They, this the was the alchemy, way they were yes. going to turn. They, they wanted to. They wanted to destroy the the world economy by making yeah. up all this gold out of silver. Which, yeah, if if you if you could make gold out of lead, lead, um, gold would become valueless because you can make it now. Yeah, and yeah, of yeah. course, that would be true, but it wouldn't collapse the entire. No, year. it's obviously now you do it by bad real estate investment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're just now you're investing in the housing bubble, or yeah, now yeah. you invest in whatever bubble yeah, you're investing how in. How naive of them to think that yeah. that would be the way to do this. So whatever, and then uh, and then you know at the end, yay for everything and yay for us. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's it, and and Danny Aiello supposed to die at the end. And oh my god! Like I said, it was total cartoon. You know, it was a total cartoon. <laughs> and, one part I did laugh at is when he shot that dog out of the window yes, with I the tennis ball. I laughed too. a lot at that. Yeah, that was funny. It was at the end of the dog, that evil dog or whatever. <laughs> there was there was some genuine laughs. There were a few. I yeah. had some genuine laughs in this movie. I can't I mean, trash it. You the, know, the parts that I that I was cringing the most was when Dan Ayala and Bruce Willis are out there doing their thing and they start singing songs or whatever. Yeah, like, that they was... wanted to be the Rat Pack so bad. You know, they wanted to be. Frank and Dean or something so bad it wasn't even and the whole time he's 
every time they would say a time, he would mention a song. Song, it would be like, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, Singing in the rain, he'd be like, oh, 7.1. Yeah, it's like, we know how, yeah. It was just like, who cares? It was very odd. There was a lot of it that was very odd. A lot of it, to me, a lot of it missed. Um, Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, so, all right. Wrapping this up, what would you give it? Uh, I mean, I'll give it a five, as in take it or leave it. Five, as in take it or leave it. I was at, I was at like a three point five. If you, you can go. believe it, that's really leave low. Leave it. And I'm. It could have been a versus <sighs> movie. I'm guessing. No, this wouldn't win it. I mean, it this wouldn't. wouldn't too, too, too well made. Yeah, too well made, and also if you have genuine laughs, there is a reason for it to be. You okay. know, right. and maybe if you're a big Bruce Willis fan, this is probably you probably really like it. I mean, I, as a matter of fact, I I I knew a dude that was like. He did the Bruce. He was in real life. He did. He he became kind of like yeah. a Bruce Willis kind of guy <laughs> oh, with the hair. Wow, and really? The or whatever. I mean, it was subtle, but you could you could see it. And it was like, hey, whatever works for you. But did he, he get a held, nice guy. Did he get held by the gimp? <laughs> no. Nice. That'd be a good thing to avoid. Not that I know of. Yeah, well, I hope not. Right. All right. That's it for this week. We got, I'm Mal. We have Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown, and we will see you next week. <laughs>